This is Fariba Sahel. This is Daniel Amato. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Study Room, Room Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to episode four. And uh, this episode is going to focus on career development and industry connection with UNESA. And sadly, this is going to be our last episode. So sad, isn't it? It is. Fourth and final episode. But it reminds me, not only is it the final episode of this podcast, it's actually my final year. In fact, my final week at uni, period. Oh my God, look at that. Like, how are you feeling, Dan? Like, this is your last uh, week of uni. How has your experience been? Yeah, I, I've thought about that a lot this semester. It's like... I still remember my first day of uni, let alone yeah. like the four years. It's just been, it's gone quickly. It's, I've made some really good memories, made some good friends. And although I'm excited for the next chapter of my life and, you know, my career, I'm sad to be leaving because I've made some great memories. Yeah, for sure. Like being actually in campus, making friendships, seeing your professors. Um, I feel like that would be pretty sad. Like, I mean, I, just thinking about it, like although I'm not near graduation, but I feel like I'll really be sad for sure. Yeah, like I know everyone says, you know, time goes quickly, but it really does. Like four years is a long time, but it doesn't mm. feel like that long. And I still remember my first year of uni like it was a few months ago. Yeah, for sure. Time flies. To start episode four, we'll hear from Asuka. Currently, she's doing a master's uh, pathway at UNIC and let's hear from her experiences on uh, why she chose to do master's. Excellent. Yeah, we had Asuka on episode one, didn't we? Yeah, exactly. Let's bring her on again. Let's do it. I decided to come to Australia because thought maybe it's a good opportunity if I study here, master. Obviously, it's in English. And after, after completing master, I feel like it's kind of um, evidence I can work internationally. And also, like, if I want to step up more in this IT field. Yeah, definitely. Doing a master's uh, will definitely help you to find a job and move up in the current field. For sure. There are other ways of developing professionally. One way is doing honours. We had Yolanda on episode one and two and now let's hear why she chose to do honours. Third time's a charm. <laughs> I didn't come into this degree with the intention of doing honours. It was just an option that was presented to me. And I think if you are working hard and you have the grades for it, you owe it to yourself to um, go to that information session and see what you can learn from it. I went there with an open mind and I learned about what honours can offer you in terms of a, you know, a research pathway. And I chose it just because I wanted another option coming out of uni because I could, I can now choose to go the clinical pathway or I can choose to do a bit of research. And even if research isn't something you see yourself doing in future, I think the skills that honours teaches you in terms of time management, um, interacting with your supervisors and research skills as well is just so important because as health professionals in modern society, it's really important to stay on top of evidence-based practice and honest teaches you how to do that. Yeah, I definitely agree with what Yolanda said because you've got to keep your options open and sometimes goals change. Like your first year of uni, you might have an idea of what you want, but by the fourth year, it might be completely different. Yeah, of course. Uh, it definitely gives her more opportunities. Now let's hear from Samir. He's currently in India doing a UNASA Master of Engineering and he has not been able to come to Australia due to the pandemic, but he is really looking forward to coming to Australia and putting the theory into practice. All right, so let's hear from Samir about his short and long-term professional goals. First, my short, short plan is that to uh, successfully uh, finish this master program with a good grade. And my long-term planning that after completing this master program to uh, join a very good corp, a very good company and uh, 
to get experience what what whatever i have read in my master's program and apply that concept which i have read in my master program there i will apply this concept practically you want to see that how this concept uh, is really working in the uh, you know that in corporate office so this is my dream understanding applying a concept whatever you have learned and giving a innovation to the your company is a, i think that my first priority so that was a really interesting insight from Samir about going to uni but actually applying the skills you've learned within your degree when you go out into the workforce. Yeah, I definitely agree with you, Dan. Um, now let's hear from Kasina, who recently graduated with a master's in business and a major in finance. Uh, let's hear from her experience and journey and the overriding emotions about being graduated. I think this journey is very good, but it's been a roller coaster to me. But I think at the end, I have achieved what my target was and I feel very proud. Wow, that's really great to hear. So what was the highlight of your time uh, at UniSA? I think the highlight of my journey with UniSA is selection of finance as my master's specialization because initially I didn't have like specialization really in my mind when I joined UniSA. Uh, but when I joined and when I continued my studies, I thought that, okay, I should also specialize in some field and it will help me to build up my career rather than just doing a general master's degree. So I did some research and I finance is a very good place to do my specialized master. And I think it is a highlight in my journey. And also this finance master's helped me to like to get a good GPA about six. Because of that, it was so helpful for me to get a job in Australia. Even before my results were out, I was able to find a job in accounts field. So I think the highlight is selection of finance as my specialization in UniSA. Is looking for you know some sort of a job when you graduate uni, is that process as stressful as it's been portrayed to be? And um, what did you do to overcome that challenge? It's not easy, as somebody says. It's very difficult because even though I had a lot of qualifications, when I applied to SIG, every day I was getting a lot of rejections. Like they were saying, oh, you are not eligible for this job and all. Sometimes I also feel felt a little bit disheartened because no one is accepting me, even though I have uh, knowledge and masters and everything. So I recommend everyone, just don't think in that someone will come and give us a job. You should apply every day because when I was applying, I think a day I applied like more than 50 jobs a day. So whole day I was applying for a job through CFM indeed. So that's how I landed on a job. And also I sent a lot of messages to LinkedIn. Yeah, Kisini. So as you attended a number of interviews, what were the top three questions that employers look for from uh, recently graduated students? I went to like three, four interviews. One of the main questions, every time they're asking, what are my friends? So it is very important for us to be ready to that question because if you are not ready to uh, answer my friend's question, they will think, oh, that person is not ready even for that job interview and that person does not know even what are his skills or strengths. And also another question is, why do you want us to recruit you? So we should be able to tell them why I'm special and why I'm just suitable for that job role other than the other candidates. Mm -hmm. So I should be able to tell them. And also... And also the first question and the most important question they're asking is about the tell me about yourself question. And that is also one question that we should be really ready because that is like the first impression. So if you are not telling about us very properly and if you are not ready for that question, they will think, oh, this person is not suitable for our job role. 
In summary, Cassini's tips for connecting to industry are to find a specialization which will increase your career opportunities and prepare for interviews. So we've heard from students' perspective on what it means to be connected to industries. Now let's hear from a staff member. Would you like to introduce yourself, Mary, what your role is and how UniSA helps with career development? Hey, hi everyone. My name is Mary Power. I am a, currently a career advisor at UniSA. I can tell you that UniSA does provide a lot of extra opportunities, whether they be extracurricular, extra online, extra courses you can do. There are multiple facets. So we are very lucky here at UniSA. So I'm just going to highlight a couple for you, for you guys. Um, now, obviously, most of you, and this really does depend on what program you're studying, but most of you who are in a, a hands-on type program, you're going to have industry placements or they may be called clinical placements if you're in the health, allied health space. But those industry placements, they are vital. So you're probably very lucky and have some sort of industry placement built into your degree. So that's something you all get. Now, I guess the thing you need to remember about that is every single person in your program gets that industry placement. What value does that add for me? Okay, yes, it adds value, but you're now in a bucket of you're the same sort of qualifications as everyone else doing the same degree as you at UniSA. So we've got to think, well, what can I do on top of what's offered in my coursework? Okay, so then we start talking about things like um, industry projects. So sometimes that's in coursework, sometimes it's extracurricular. So you can look at uh, actually linked projects with industry. If you're involved in something like that, not only are you getting this amazing experience with this particular employer, but obviously your name's out there, they, they're seeing the work that you do. What would your recommendations for students build their network and to make those connections globally? Mm -hmm. So yeah, LinkedIn is a big one, especially for you, Dan, as a journalist in your final year. My big one is travel. Brilliant way to obviously build your network, particularly your global network, obviously, and then enhance your employment opportunities. That was great tips from Mary. A couple more tips to enhance your professional development is to set up a LinkedIn account, do some volunteering, which will give you the opportunity to network and get your name out there. If you want to access the resources and uh, even want to meet up with the career advisors, head to the Study Room podcast website and you can find a link under this episode. Alternatively, go to Campus Central and they'll point you in the right direction. Yeah, they're excellent tips, Freeber, and I think it's really important to actually take that extra step and to go find work experience and, and find your own experience as well because it's all well and good just to go through the four years of, uh, of a uni course, but you've actually got to be willing to take that extra step and to step outside your comfort zone and do things to actually get you noticed and enhance your online presence. So I think that's really, really important. Yeah, I definitely agree with you, Dan. Um, so that's a wrap for this season of the Study Room Podcast. We've really enjoyed it. I know, it's been a great ride. Four episodes done and um, yeah, it's sad that it's come to an end now. Yeah. Um, so as usual, if there are any comments and suggestions for the next season, send us an email at the studyroompodcast at unisc.edu.au. Thanks everyone for listening. Bye. <laughs>